This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chris, last night I was perusing Twitter and I saw the most glorious video of Shohei Otani last night. The dude is a straight-up unicorn. We already knew that. But he hit a home run last night, and his helmet came off. And the way that he was parading around the bases, his hair was flowing in the wind. I was like, my goodness, this guy is the bat, the arm, the face, and the hair of Major League Baseball. There is nothing that Shohei Otani can't do. Get that man a shampoo endorsement stat. That flow is... (laughs) That's a, that's a beautiful set of lettuce. I'm going to be honest. When that helmet flew off, and for a second, he kind of looked back at it because I think he knew it was a home run. He's like, well, should I pick? Should I be respectful and pick up the helmet? Yeah. He's like, nah, let it fly. Man, if I had Shohei Otani's head of hair, which quite obviously I don't, uh, I would let the flow fly, absolutely. I know. It feels like he's like the anti-Bryce Harper because – I like Bryce Harper, but I feel like Mm -hmm. he's a little polarizing because he can come across as a little arrogant sometimes. And we all know the guys that have like the bat flips and they're super flamboyant. Shohei is not that. Like he is the opposite. I feel like he's probably rounding the bases and like giving the guys compliments and saying like, oh, good game. Pitcher, I'm sorry. That was just, you know, it was too good of a pitch for me not to swing on. I'm doing my best. Um, so yeah, Shohei is so easy to root for. Like, do you know anybody who does not like Shohei Otani? Like I have not seen one negative piece of, uh, you know, anybody saying anything bad, no anecdotes about Shohei that are in a negative light. The guy's an all around, he's one of those people, you know, these type of people that are like so good at everything and so nice that Mm -hmm. you almost hate them. You're like, yeah okay, I'm going to find the flaw with this person if it's the last thing I do. And then you can't find a flaw. And then you're the one that's just sitting there really bitter. That's that's what I was going to say. What's wrong with Otani that you would have to dislike that he's too nice to people? That's not a flaw. That's just jealousy. That's I can't find it within myself to be that nice to people all the time. And he can. That's the problem right there. That, that that that's that's not a problem with him though that's a problem with me although I feel like he's embracing the sort of not showboat culture in baseball that's not the right word but the the celebratory culture in baseball like everybody has their yeah. home run celebrations in the dugout now he's all into like putting the samurai helmet on and he he, he almost like half jumped out of the dugout in Texas last night he was that fired up after that home run so he's 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 Dialing it, dialing back the the ov- overt respect level just enough, I think. I think once you get in the dugout, though, you can celebrate as much as you want. I think it's yeah. when you're on the field, that's when you respect the game. Because isn't that normally where the problems arise from, is when you're celebrating, like, rounding third base? If you're, like, casually strolling to home play and people are like, all right, like, it's been, like, three and a half minutes. Can you go ahead and touch home plate? But when you're in the dugout, it's fine. 
See, I'm okay with it at any point. Like you could you could round the bases backwards for all I care. If I'm mad no. that you just hit a home run, then you know what? It's on me. I gave up the pit. I I threw the pitch. I gave up the homer. Whatever. I mean, Christopher Morell at Wrigley last night. I swear was half naked by the time he got to home plate. <laughs> he was stripping clothes off like Ned Braden at the end of Slapshot when he's strip teasing in at center ice. Like, bro. I'm fine with it. You hit the the walk-off home run, go ahead. Strip down to your jock as you cross home plate. I don't care. Well, if you win on a walk-off, that's another thing. Like, I think the True. the goalposts are moved if it is a walk-off home run. Like, then you can really celebrate. But if it's like, yeah. you know, a third-inning home run and like a 7-1 game, like maybe dial it back a little because we have had players that – you know, try to pimp like a single. They're like, oh my God, that's going out of the park. It's time for a bat flip. Yeah. You're like, all right. So that was a pop out. So maybe save the bat flip for a time where you actually hit a home run. But we all need the Cam Newtons too. You know, the guys that are celebrating all the time. Right. That's what makes the game wonderful. Even though I miss old Cam Newton. I miss him doing Superman celebrations when the Panthers are down like 38 to seven. Right. I miss that guy. What's he up to? Or- or you know, third and five, and he takes he, he takes one on a naked bootleg for four yards, and just jumps up and, and pulls the Superman. It's like Cam, it's 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 fourth and one. Can you, can you get back <laughs> oh to the huddle? Goodness. I mean, hey, it's sports. It's supposed to be fun, right? Right. So I think you need the assortment of personalities, like not just the sh- the knight in shining armor that's doing everything right, like Shohei Otani. We need the villains too. So there is a place for yeah. guys like Cam Newton, uh, just not in the NFL any longer. All right, so let's get to our daily baseball bets here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. I'm Chelsea Mester. He's Chris Mack filling in for Michael Jenkins today. Let's go to the uh, the West Coast as we have the Brewers and the Dodgers squaring off. Milwaukee plus 115, Dodgers minus 140, total of eight and a half runs. Corbin Burns gets the ball for the Brew Crew, nine and six with the 360. ERA facing Lance Lynn, who is nine and nine on the season with a five eight eight ERA, but the guy has really figured it out mm-hmm. since coming over to the Dodgers. He's three and zero with uh, three straight starts that have been really good. I'll say this: some of these teams have not been great. Like if you have a great game against the A's or the Rockies, I don't know how much credit you get, but still, it looks like a uh, a good addition so far for the Dodgers. So we know the Dodgers run line has been hot. You were on that mm-hmm. last night, Chris. Are you willing to play that again, or does Lance Lynn make you nervous? Uh, it's, not, it's actually not Lance Lynn that makes me nervous. It's Corbin Burns bouncing back off of a bad start because he just does not mm-hmm. put together back-to-back less-than-quality starts. Um, I think fifth-lowest NL uh, ERA in July – and then he's got – he kept it rolling into August. Like I said, one ugly start against the White Sox last week aside. I think I'm actually leaning under on this one, even with the number at eight and a half. It, I'm not totally sold on it yet because there is always the Lance Lynn blow-up uh, possibility. Like you said, who has he faced? But the Brewers' offense doesn't scare me a great deal. And Lance Lynn has still only given up one earned run in his last 11 innings. So – I think I'm leaning under on this one. I don't know about Dodgers on the run line just because if Burns shoves, this might end up being a 2-1-3-2 kind of ball game, which the Dodgers have proven over the last couple of weeks. They can win those occasionally as well. This game makes me nervous because I feel like there are a variety of outcomes because 
there is one outcome where you have Corbin Burns dealing, which like mm -hmm. you said, over the last month in July, he had an ERA under two. The guy was straight up dealing. And it looks yeah. like he's found something. He had one bad start, but I would lean towards him, you know, being a good pitcher over the last month and a half and say that is probably the result we get. But also, he has not been good against the Dodgers. Over his career, he has an 8-5-0 ERA over six career outings. Even though some of those are not against the same lineup, I think you always need to say that to yourself when you see career records against lineups because we know right. the Dodgers are not the same this year as they were, you know, say three years ago. It's not the same lineup. So when you see something like that, does it go into your handicap? Like this guy's really struggled against this team because this is his second worst ERA against any team uh, as opposed, or excuse me, other than just the Braves. The Braves, he has a 9-16 ERA against. So those two teams... He really struggles against. Do you think Corbin Burns is stepping on the mound today with a little more anxiety? I think that's a good question. I don't usually because, like you said, it's a different lineup. It, you know, your splits mm -hmm. can go back three, four, five years, depending on how long your career is against different teams. But what I will, what I will buy into just a little bit, and when you start to dissect it, Corbin Burns against the Dodgers is the ballpark effect. His ERA at Dodger Stadium over his career. 1219 Chelsea. So yeah. like it, now you're now you're dialing into something like does that guy walk into that ballpark and have a mental block against that place? Maybe not that team even specifically or someone in the heart of that order specifically, but like he walks onto the mound at Dodger Stadium and for whatever reason his brain starts to short circuit. That's something I'd think about, but I still I I can't lean in on Corbin Burns having two less than quality starts in a row but he may prove me wrong and the Dodgers will cover the run line again and I'll look like a big dummy for not just riding the hot hand. No, but I don't think this is the best matchup for the Dodgers run line. Like last night was perfect, but all the factors yeah. I don't think are going, you know, they're not pointing in all the right directions because you no. could have a night where Lance Lynn continues to be good. The Dodgers lineup continues to be great. Or again, Corbin Burns has proven over the last month and a half that he has dialed into something that he did not have at the start of the season. But when I have signs pointing in all different directions, that just means it's a stay away for me. Like maybe yeah. I'm not gonna go, maybe I'm not gonna bet on Corbin Burns, but I'm not gonna bet against him either. So I think for that reason, I'm out like on Shark Tank. I'm out my friends. I am not <laughs> investing in that game. So let's go to the Diamondbacks and the Padres. We have Arizona minus 115, Padres minus 105. I believe the total in this one is eight and a half. Zach Gallon goes for the Snakes. He's 12 and five with a 3-2-4 ERA, facing Rich Hill, who's seven and 12 with a 5-17 ERA. Speaking of factors going in every direction, what <laughs> do we expect from Rich Hill? This guy has burned me so many times. Like Lance Lynn's usually the guy that I have the biggest vendetta against because he's either amazing or just terrible. There's no in between. Rich Hill kind of fits that bill as well. So, what do you expect from Rich Hill? <laughs> I just, you know, the thing is, and this is where the female versus male chess versus checkers mindset comes mm -hmm. into things. I told you an hour ago, maybe I'm starting to lean in on the Padres just a little bit. The rotation's been better since the break. Ah, da 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 da. And now I, you've painted me into a corner where I was ready to tell you how Rich Hill is a broken down car on the side of the interstate where someone tucked their t-shirt into the side drive, driver's side window <laughs> and rolled it up while they walked to the nearest gas station 15 miles away. But now I'm, I'm contradicting myself. So 
congratulations. You've painted me into that corner. Rich Hill is that old broken down car on the shoulder of the highway. And Zach Gallon is the car that's flying along in the HOV lane at 105 miles an hour, even though he's driving by himself. He's held the Padres to a sub 200 batting average this year, 14 consecutive scoreless innings against them in his last two plus starts. So I like the Diamondbacks on the run line today against the Padres can actually get that at plus money, even at minus one and a half. So I don't, I don't, Rich Hill is exactly what you expect from Rich Hill, which is old man who grunts when he throws the baseball over the plate. That's what Rich Hill is at this. And he does. Have you heard it? Yeah. Have you watched the Rich Hill start lately, Chelsea? It sounds like not a lately, but he's been player. in the league for a while. Yeah. Like he is so loud. If you hear a player through the TV screen, that means in person, right. they are screaming. So you're right. He's very vocal. Like, and sometimes it's like not safe for work either. No, it's like listening to my uncle get up out of the recliner after Thanksgiving dinner. There's multiple noises happening, right? There's his bones creaking. There's him grunting. There's maybe, you oh. know, a, a little bit of, you know, clearing some space uh, to put it nicely. All of these noises are happening because the old man is pushing his body to the limits. Do you make old man noises sitting down yet? I Not find yet. myself, like, when I sit down, I go, eh. <laughs> You know, those noises that you make. <laughs> when you sit down or you get up, you're like, eh. When you can't get up out of a chair or somebody, like, has a beanbag chair at their house and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to sit in a beanbag chair? How am I going to get out of this? What like, I am at the age are you where partying I partying in that they have beanbag chairs? Children's rooms, children's oh, okay. rooms, because it's okay. a popular chair for like kids somebody's like kids' room. Chairs. Yeah, and true. my friends have kids. We watch them play, and they're like, "There's a chair for you, Chelsea." I'm like, "Ooh, no, these aren't gonna love this one." <laughs> that chair is not for me. It's either that or the floor, though. So it's like that's even worse when you have to sit on the floor. Like the old man yeah, noises are going to be exponentially louder. But like back to this Diamondbacks Padres game. Here's the reason that I'm nervous about the uh, the the Diamondbacks. Their offense has fallen off a cliff over yeah. the last month. Bottom ten in most statistical categories. I want to take the under in this one, under eight and a half. But Rich Hill makes me very very nervous. So if you can limit it to maybe just one pitcher that you have to handicap in this one. Maybe you continue to ride Zach Gallen. Think he has a good start in this one. Under two and a half earned runs is minus 105. I think that is the mm. route that I am going because like you said, he has excellent numbers against the Padres, but sabotage factor. It's also his third time facing them this season. Sometimes I think that goes in the, the favor of the hitter, but still his stuff clearly plays really well against the Padres, like you said. Two straight starts without a single earned run against this Padres lineup that can go real cold at any given moment. So I think yeah. that's going to be the play for me, Zach Allen, under two and a half earned runs. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.